I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, Episode 58, Parent Shame. Welcome, Traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Hey, you guys, it is cold. I personally love it. It's like perfect hoodie weather. Let's be real. I wear hoodies regardless of the weather. This is my absolute favorite time of the year, this fall time. But here in Utah, it's like a really wonky temperature pattern. So when we go to bed at night, we turn on the heater because it is so freezing cold. But then by the next day, later morning, beginning of the afternoon, we're turning back on our air conditioners because it's so flipping hot. Welcome. Any newcomers? Thank you so much, you guys. For those of you who have been with me for a while or have just started listening, thank you for inviting folks to listen in. I've had lots of different emails and DMs and all kinds of things telling me about folks that you've passed this on to. Continue doing that. That's the best way to show that this is something that you appreciate is to pass it on or leave a review. Apparently, you can do that, I don't know, on the Apple or the Google somewhere. I think on the Apple podcasts, there's like a spot to leave a review. Anyway, however you're getting this, leave a review because I guess that's a good thing too. And just shows that you appreciate it a ton. And it's awesome to hear that you guys are passing it on. If you're trying to find another way to connect to me or an additional way to connect to me, you're more than welcome to find me on Instagram, becky.hennessy.lcsw. You can like my Facebook page, Becky Hennessy LCSW, or you can go to my website, Becky, B-E-C-K-I-E, Hennessy, H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y, beckyhennessy.com and connect to me that way. So today's topic is a little bit funny. And it's funny because I always worry that when I'm going to talk about shame, whatever shame it is, that I'm going to shame someone in the process or in the conversation. So as we listen to today's episode, as I talk today, let's agree that we are not going to judge our then selves with our now knowledge. And let's just commit that we're going to listen with mindfulness, which is basically non-judgmental awareness and that we're going to do our best to stay off the shame train, at least through this episode. In today's episode, I'm going to get curious with you. I've started to really up the ante when it comes to identifying emotions that I'm feeling. I've always been aware I'm just entering this new realm of curiosity about those emotions that's really cool. And it brings those emotions into more focus, allowing me some more clarity. Something I've noticed that even before I became a parent was present was that I had what I thought was parent guilt. How is that even humanly possible? Before I was a parent? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I held off on becoming a mom for a little bit. From my pregnancy on through the birth and the raising of all of my kids, I've experienced, again, what I thought was parent guilt. That's what I've deemed it. I have felt bad about this or that, or I felt what I thought was guilt about this or that. As I've adjusted my lens on my emotions, I've come to the realization that although there are definite times of guilt in the parenting thing, the emotion I've actually been feeling is more often parent shame and not parent guilt. 
So here's a crash course on the difference in general between guilt and shame. And then I'll bring it back to what we're talking about today. Guilt is about behavior. So guilt is I did something bad, stupid, selfish, careless, mean, or I didn't do something I should have done. I didn't say what I should have said. I should have, could have, would have. I need to do and say that's guilt. Shame is about identity. So shame is I am bad. I am stupid. I'm selfish. I'm careless. I'm mean. I'm a failure. I'm not blank enough. I'm a bad mom. I'm a bad dad. I'm a terrible whatever. That's shame. So let's bring it back. As I paid really close attention to the physiological sensations going on in my body, I call those feelings, I noticed that a lot of the time when it came to what I was physiologically feeling in my body, my chest was really tight. My stomach would drop and then leap up into my chest. I'd feel a lump in my throat. And then I'd feel like all of the blood was drained out of my limbs. And because of past awareness, I now know that is how shame shows up in my body. So once I connected those dots, I started listening to the narrative in my head. And wham, just like a two by four right in the face, I realized, huh, okay, more times than not, I have parent shame, not parent guilt. Parent guilt sounds like, dang, I really wanted to take my kids to the park today and I'm bummed that I didn't. Or it's, I want to do this, or I want to say that, or I want to show up in this way, and I'm not. I don't want to do this. I don't want to say that. I don't want to show up in that way, and I am. It's about behavior or lack thereof. Parent shame sounds like such a bad mom that this didn't happen, or that I didn't do this, or that I did do this. I am so terrible as a dad. I am not a good enough parent. I am not blank enough as a parent. I'm not present enough. I'm not kind enough. I'm not patient enough. I'm the worst. I'm so mean. I'm way too nice or I'm not nice enough. It's I am or I am not. Hear the difference? It's a little bit different in that it's about identity, what I am or what I am not versus what I've done or what I haven't done. Before ever birthing children, the narrative I told myself was, I'm going to screw them up. That's part of what I learned in graduate school is how critical childhood was and is, and that how we show up in the world is based upon childhood pretty significantly. I was thoroughly convinced because of my own life experiences that all I really knew how to do really well was I knew how to ruin them. I knew that. I was a terrible mom before I was even pregnant. I know, I know. That's a limiting thought. That's a story. Don't worry. I've talked with my therapist about all that. I've worked through that for the most part. But that's not parent guilt. That is parent shame. Here's where you get to get curious. Is whatever physiological sensation that's happening inside of you when it comes to parenting, being a dad, being a mom, being a grandparent, whatever, Is that sensation, is that narrative or story guilt or is it shame? Are you shoulding or shouldnting on yourself or are you labeling yourself? Guilt, again, is about behavior. Shame is about identity. So if you feel bad about something you said or did as a parent, that would be guilt. If you feel bad for something You're telling yourself that you are, or maybe even for what someone else is telling you that you are or are not, that is shame. I'll give you a scenario in my own life. So I've talked about my ADHD brain before. 
And there's some really awesome superpowers that come with having an ADHD brain. But there are also some things that really get in the way of life with an ADHD brain. One of those things is forgetfulness. A couple years back, maybe two or three years back, it had to have been about three years ago, maybe even four. I was looking at my calendar, getting ready for the next week, and I realized that I was seeing a solid day's worth of clients on my son's birthday. Legit. I completely spaced his birthday. Now, I know, you guys, you're saying, Becky, just put it in your calendar. Did you put it in your calendar? You mean it wasn't on your schedule? Y'all, it was. Yep. In capital letters with an alarm set so that I wouldn't forget. Yes, it was absolutely in my calendar. Sometimes my ADHD brain just loses it. Whatever information's in there, if it's not right there in front of me, sometimes that happens. It's just part of what happens, right? So I look and I recognize, wow, okay, I am working all day on my son's birthday. Guilt in that space sounds like, dag nabbit, man, I need to fix that shoot. Then I'm accountable to my clients and I fix it, which thankfully at the time, that's the avenue that I took. And I'll tell you, my clients, I'm sure to this day are like, seriously, you forgot your son's birthday? Yeah, right. You just didn't want to come in. No, legitimately. I like, I forgot my son's birthday. And my text was, hey, I got to apologize. I completely spaced that such and such a day is my son's birthday. So I need to reschedule you. That's what guilt sounds like. Shame sounds like, are you kidding me right now? What kind of a mother forgets her son's birthday? I am such a space case. I am so dumb. I am a terrible mom. I am the absolute worst. Who forgets their kid's birthday? That's what shame sounds like. Hear the difference? Now, believe you me, I've shown up plenty of times with the shame train as well in that space. That particular situation, I showed up with guilt. So start to pay attention. That's just kind of an example. But pay attention. When you feel the discomfort of something that you did or said in a parenting space, does it feel like guilt? Guilt for me feels a little bit more urgent. I kind of become restless, if you will. I want to make it right ASAP. I want to fix it. Like as soon as I was aware, oh, dang it, (laughs) I completely scheduled up my son's birthday. Then I know I got to make it right. I got to start texting clients. I got to move folks or whatever. Does it sound like guilt? Man, I did or I didn't do. I said or I didn't say something wrong, something hurtful, something dumb something not helpful, whatever. Pay attention. Or does it feel like shame? Again, shame for me is a full body experience. It starts in my stomach, expands to my chest, continues to move up to my throat, expands out to my arms and my legs where I feel like all the blood rushes out of my limbs. It's a very distinct feeling. Now, I've been noticing shame for a while because, well, let's be honest. I'm a therapist. I talk about it all the dang day. At first, though, I thought it was my thoughts, quite honestly. Then I noticed something in my stomach. And once I began to be really mindful of it, I understood what that shame sensation felt like for me. So I thought that I heard shame first. But then I started to recognize that really my body felt it first before that narrative started. Does it sound like guilt? I did this. I didn't do this. Or is it I am or I am not? Again, guilt is about behavior. Shame is about identity. If it's guilt, Showing up. If you're like, okay, I'm glad that we had this whole episode about parent shame. Becky, I, I sit in parent guilt. I don't sit in parent shame. Then do something about it if you can. 
If that guilt bubbles up, do something. Change the behavior. Or maybe you even have to change your perspective on whether or not the behavior or the thing needs to happen or doesn't need to happen. A lot of times we tell ourselves what kind of parents we should be or what kind of parents we need to be or what we want to do as parents. But when we really boil it down, at the end of the day, a lot of those things can fall off the list. Does your expectation need to change? Does that need to be adjusted? That's the guilt space. Again, notice your triggers. Notice your body. If it's shame, if it feels like shame, if it sounds like shame, here is the secret sauce to work yourself through it. It comes from Brene Brown and her research. First of all, be aware. Be aware of your triggers in regards to the shame. Be aware of how it shows up and be aware why you're in it. Where is that shame coming from? What expectations are present? Is this programming from childhood? Is this programming from society? Why am I in shame? So you're aware of how it feels in your body and how it sounds in your mind. And then you are super aware of why you're there. Now steer clear of the blame train. Yes, this may come from childhood or that friend or spouse or society. We don't blame those things. We just notice where it comes from as information. Then we reach out. We reach out to someone who has earned the right to hear our story and we speak it. That's the secret sauce. Those are the ingredients. Be aware of your triggers. Be aware of where it's coming from or why it's showing up. Reach out to someone you trust and speak it. Tell your story. Simple, but not easy. Let's commit. Let's commit to pay close attention to how our bodies feel when we're parenting And if something is showing up as parent guilt or parent shame, let's commit to use the guilt as information to make changes if we need to, either to what we're doing or to our expectations. Let's commit to show up with awareness and a voice if it's showing up in a shame space. You guys, we got to call it what it is. Because if parent shame is where we're at and we speak it, it cannot grow. Enjoy the journey. Brave the shame battles. They're tough ones. Embrace your human as you parent one step at a time. Hey guys, like what you've heard here? Want more of it for free? Go over to my website, Becky Hennessy, B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. Click on the connect with me tab and give me your email. Come join me for my next anything goes Q&A. You guys, when I say anything goes, I mean anything goes. It's free. It's an hour of stuff a lot like this. Bring me your questions. Let me answer them. What have you got to lose? Again, beckyhennessy.com. Go to connect with me. Plunk your email in there for the free webinar and you will get an invite to my next anything goes Q&A.